I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In the Pink is sponsored by Tag Heuer. Swiss avant-garde since 1860. Excellence, precision and elegance. Their timepieces are designed for those who love challenges. Make sure you run like clockwork and never miss a thing. You've referenced it a couple of times now, um, the problems that you did have with alcohol. Where, where do you think that stemmed from originally? How many years are we going back now? When did you think the problem started? Um, if I'm being honest, I knew I had sort of a problem at probably 16. Really? Yeah, because I didn't... I didn't drink like normal people. I, I drunk because I like to get drunk, mm. if that makes sense. And because I was shy, I used to have a few beers. Do you know what I mean? Because I, like, I used to go to parties. We'd like, there's, around my area, there's three schools. There's like Howard, Fairfield and St Andrews. And I knew a few people from each, but they used to have these massive parties. But I'd be petrified going because I didn't know half the people. So I'd drink to calm the nerves. And then when I started being... A bloody full size baby and getting recognised like going to Chelsea everyone was like oh do you want a beer like you're a legend mate and I was like I'm oh, not really am I just dress in a nappy and do the conga dance but then I'd be walking into a pub and people would look at me so I'd be like really nervous so I'd always be sort of Dutch courage they call it mm. so I'd just have a few beers but it got a real problem I think when my dad died a year after that so how old were you then? oh it was about about 20 I think I was 30 when dad died and, uh, so was, it, was it a shock ago. was it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it wasn't no, no, what, didn't, did he, what did he die of there was, there was post-mortem we haven't really found out mm. basically it was a mistake which is a bit annoying because my auntie went the same as well my, my auntie went in with a bad back but she was actually pooing through her own bowel so that got settled out of court so it was all of those so dad yeah, I was with Dad uh, the day he died as well, so it was traumatic. And so what, sudden? Yeah, sudden. yeah, we went in. I, well, he said, son, pack some overnight clothes. I think I've got to stay in because his stomach was swollen. Yeah. Next thing I knew, he was, like, going, like, you know, fit, if you like. And he just wheeled him away quickly. When I say wheeled him away quickly, loads of... The, the alarms started going off. And they took him away and then he never came back. Do you know what I mean? What? So, madness. And how old was he? Uh, he was about sixty odd, not 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 old, That's and he was like my best mate. Do you know what I mean? Oh. So, so I was like, I was like, but it took about six months to a year, mm. and then I got that post-traumatic stress mm. and like depression and stuff. And my initial, 
my first thing I did was write drink. And then what, it, to sort of lose yourself? Yeah, just like dampen the pain. But then I got addicted to it. Like, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd be like, if I'd been out the night before, that is, I'd buy for the next morning. So I'd have little bottles of vodka stored under the bed. And obviously I moved, I was living in Ballam, so I moved back to Mum's house to look after Mum because she was distraught, you know what I mean? So I'd move back. So I was just hiding it from everyone. So I'd have different hiding places for vodka, so when I woke up, I'd be like, bang, bang. I'd be like, oh, I feel all right now. So I was constantly drunk until it got to, like, four days. And I was like, I've got to go to work. And then I'd be, like, depressed again. But when I, you use that word depressed, I was depressed properly. Because people say oh, that was a hangover. If you're going to drink vodka straight, you're going to feel down. So I don't think that's depression, do you know what I mean? Mm. But the, the reason I did all that is because I didn't know what was going on. Like, I'd be, like, outside, sober. I hadn't had a drink in Simon Fraser. I'd be, like, having panic attacks and, like, bad feelings about Dad and that day and all that. I'd be, like... You know, when you just feel sort of, like, self-worthless, like, you just don't want to do, like... So I drunk, basically, and then got addicted to it. And it just got ridiculous. I made the newspapers for being drunk. Got called in here. People going, look... Luckily, they saw me that night. It was one of the boxing nights. So I was, went to boxing... <laughs> And Barney at the time, who's the managing director of Sky, was like, I saw you that night and I was, you were getting like a load of people going, and you were brilliant, you dealt with it amazing. So I don't know what happened afterwards, but I'm just judging on what I saw. So I got away with that, <coughs> but I was drunk the next morning. Mm. And I thought, if I leave really early, I can beat all the people, like just get home, do you know what I mean, chill out. But everyone else got, had the same idea. So I got to Manchester Air, uh, Manchester train station. There was like hundreds of people. Hey, drink like that. I was like, oh, Christ. Were you on your own? Yeah, yeah. Because mm. I woke up on some random hotel room with loads of other. Well, you just went back with some Scotland. fans. I don't. No, oh, yeah. no. It was like work people. Oh right. Okay. I, I didn't know what I was doing. When oh. I was drunk. I never like. I do you have, like, do, like, do you have? Did you have memory loss the next oh, day like, as well? Every weekend. Yeah, really. So I was a ticking time bomb. Mm. So I got arrested for drunk and disorderly. It was a stitch up that I found out that someone took a photo and gave to the Sun newspaper. Mm. But then my mum saw that and then she was like, so like she's getting over dad and then she's seeing a dickhead of a son in the newspaper. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Tubes arrested on the tube. So that happened twice. And then it's just, it was a joke. Like I'd be living in constant fear. Cause I didn't know what I'd done. Like sometimes I'd be so mad, just because so much vodka, that I'd type in my own name, like, well, not my own name, I'd type in Tube Soccer M to the search bar of Twitter to find out where I'd been. I'd be like, oh, that's a photo from last night. This is how sad it was. I was like, that looks like it's in Putney. I didn't have a fucking clue where I was. How I managed to function and do a job. I was going to say, how did you? Like, you came in here and into Sky and... And performed. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard. The, the amount of times I... I, me- I remember I did an interview with uh, Kelly Brook and Keith Lemon. And I'd been to Reading Festival and I'd been drinking all the way to the interview. I was battered. I think I ripped my top. But then luckily Keith Lemon ripped his top as well. Poor Kelly Brook was just sat there like... 
She obviously she could smell me. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's vodka like, it just mm. comes out of everywhere. Do you know what I mean? But I got that back to the edit suite, and I couldn't. I didn't know what I did. Everyone's like, "Tubes, you're hilarious." And I'm like. I don't remember doing and that. And the problem is, if people are saying it's funny... Well, that was the point. You're that sort of... <laughs> that was the point, you know, Was there any part of you that thought, I almost need the booze to be that funny? No, nah, because I, I knew I was... I knew I am funnier without booze. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, three or four pints, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was like, ah... Oh. Just take the edge off. Six pints, yeah. boring, because I was just right. like... Well, not six pints, I'm like, Do 15 know. pints, you know what I mean? Just like, just a knob in the corner, just going... Yeah. Looking for the next drink. Yeah. And I'd have my jacket full of, like, vodka... What, like sneaking booze into oh, places? Yeah. Oh, no, no, not even, not to drink it in the pub. Mm. But just so that you always had it. So I had it when I got mm. the cab home. Mm. So then I'd phone a cab driver that I'd met a few months back. I used to just give him a load of money, just like, not that I had a lot of money. Mm. But I'd just be like, yeah, can you take me to just drive around for a bit so I can drink vodka and play some music? It was mad. Like, my life was revolved around drinks. So I'd be like, right, so I've got an interview on Wednesday... So, I can't drink Tuesday. But it's in Manchester, so I'm, it will go well. And everyone, like the footballer, will be like, that's quality of that, Tuesday, that's quality of that. Straight away, I'd be like, drink. So, I'd go to the train station, buy loads of drink. Smoked at the time as well. So, I'd go and buy it. This is how mad I was. So, I'd be like, right, so I'm going to need a cigarette. Because I was highly addicted to that as well. So, I'd buy deodorant. Go into those virgin toilets, you know, when the, they someone starts speaking to you, go, Hello, I'm the toilet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Freaks I, me out. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. So I'd buy deodorant, I'd just, I'd just smoke a cigarette, and I'd be like a fucking idiot. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm a bit, then I'd get home, and be like, Right, straight to the running mare in Cobham. And then by Thursday morning came, I'd be like gagging for a drink. So I'd be like, I've got to go and edit that piece that yesterday I was so happy about without alcohol. Now I'm like, down, do you know what I mean? Like panicking, like oh shit. So then, what would I do? I'd go to the off license, buy two or three little bottles of vodka, bang, 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 buy a pack of airwaves, you know, those chewing gums that are proper naughty, like burn, just slap them in my mouth. And uh, what hope that people wouldn't notice? Hope that people would notice. And were people noticing? Not really. Really? That's a surprise. A few people would, because I'd sober myself out, mm. there's a few times I miscalculated it. Then go, I'll go down to Simon Lane, there's an off licence there. Because again, the monkey on the, mm. the shoulder was going more alcohol, more, so I have to go down. <coughs> there's a few times I ballsed it right up, and that was not good. But and did you ever take drugs as well? Or was it never just drugs, bit? never touched drugs. Mm. I don't know if I'd be alive if I took drugs, because mm. I'm so addictive to thing, addicted mm. to things. So if I took drugs, I'd be like. Phew. So yeah, I was like, so basically. Every weekend, I've moved back to live with mum to look after her. And she's like, every time I left the house, she'd be like, oh, God, what's going to happen? So she knew there was a problem. Yeah. I think a lot of people did. Mm. I wouldn't admit it. And if you're an alcoholic, the only person who can help you is you mm. to say, I've got a problem. I need to stop. But was there a catalyst for that? Yeah. So what, 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 what was so the, I was, what I was the moment was, when you realised you could change? So I was coming to terms mm. with it. And I kept trying to do, like, kept trying to do it, like, come off it. And uh, so I managed to do, like, three or four weeks, but then I'd split up with a girlfriend and be like, oh, fuck that, and just drink again. So anyway, I got offered to do one of these paid gigs in Manchester. 
and I still know when people say, oh, do you want to come and do this? And we'll give you a bit of money. I'm like, I'm so lucky. Like, it's amazing. Like, I'm like, this is the best. You know, I'm so, mm. you know. And there's always a part of you that thinks that might, those offers might dry up. Yeah. You know, you've got to take them when they're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I do that. It was a right laugh. Mm. It was some building company. And I just had to sort of muck around. And I was like, that comes quite natural to me. I'm happy <laughs> days. <coughs> so I went and did that. And then afterwards they went, oh, do you want a beer? I was like, I'm not supposed to be drinking, not supposed to be drinking. I went, oh, do you know what, sod it. No, I'm no one no one here, I'm not going to upset anyone, like my family or my brother or my mum. <coughs> so I was like, well, I'm going home tomorrow anyway. Because it's, so I was like, yeah. So it was a nice, hot summer's day. I just don't, you know, I don't know, whatever it was. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, this is really cool. Like, Everyone's like, oh, you were brilliant, really funny. And I was like, but yeah, I was like, oh, great. So then as soon as the first Cronenberg... Like half of it went down. I was like, it just gave me this massive buzz, like a feeling of like, yes. Like, do you know what I mean? It was like, it's like injecting yourself with something. I was, like I said, I've never taken drugs, but it was like, oh wow, like mm. everything's brilliant. Like, you know, do you know what I mean? So then, there's no, ter- I couldn't stop. I, I could not stop at one. I tried it once, and it was like I was proper gagging. Like people, you know, when people say you don't go in the pub for one. You know, they make jokes. You can't just go for one or two. Mm. I literally couldn't. I've seen my mates do it. Quick in, pint, see your boys home. And I used to look at them, even when I was young, going, how have they done that? Because mm. I couldn't do it. I'd be like, I'd be planning the next one, especially later on down the line. So anyway, pints, 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 pints. Went into Manchester. I think I told some of my mates to come up. They jumped on a train, went to Manchester. Did the classic again, woke up the next morning in a hotel room, mini bar, doom doom, they took it all. And they were staying up or something. So, and then that was it. You know when you're like a kid at Christmas, and you, you know that your stocking's there, and you're, you're, your Christmas presents done, you get so excited. I was looking, so I had a few of the vodkas from the mini bar. Then I walked into Manchester and I saw a pub. And it was open. It was like half six in the morning. Because I was doing my usual scout around trying to get more alcohol, but all the shops were closed. And I saw a pub, a Weatherspoons, and it was open. And I got that feeling, it's like, oh my God, it's like, this is the best thing ever. And how sad's that? Mm. I was like, so I went straight in the pub. And, I was and like, you're on your own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my music, I used to love it. That's the actual things I miss about drinking now, is just sitting outside, listening to music, having a few pints, but I, I can't. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. So anyway, I went in this pub, like, I was like, this is amazing. Seven o'clock in the morning, I'm allowed to, I'm not allowed to drink. No one's looking at me like, weird. Something like that, a few Cronenbergs. They're like, would you like any breakfast there? I was like, oh, absolutely not. I was like, can I have a shot, though? They were like, uh, yeah. They were like, are you the guy from... I was like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, Christ. So then I moved around to the corner. Just sat there for hours, just drinking. Probably talking nonsense to people on the phone. But anyway... Next thing I knew, I was in my mum's spare room at home. I woke up, I was like, I was like, looking out, I was in Manchester. I was like, and I couldn't work it out. So I was like, oh God. So I walked downstairs, tried to put on the act like I did for years, and went, You right, mum? She was just like that. Couldn't even look at me. I was like, Do you know what you've done today? I went, 
I just guessed. I went, yeah, just you know, got the train back. You know, I was a bit tired. She was like, no. She said, I had to drag you all the way down Cobham Station uh, platform. I was like, oh, God. She was in tears. I was like... Then like, the, the fear came in. I had the shakes. Mum's crying. I was like, this has got to stop. This is absolutely ridiculous. I don't even remember. I lost all my bag. Imagine my poor mum, mm. middle of the afternoon, and getting dragging the me death down. Of your father as well. You know this I mean? is like I a massive like, selfish yeah. bastard. I was like, I've got to stop this, and I did. That was it. And that was it. So what happened? Just said, I stop. She's like, I've heard it all before. I was like, no, I'll stop. So I went to one AA meeting, and it wasn't for me. And I just figured out if I don't put that first drink to my mouth these five days that follow won't happen so I started slowly it was hard because my whole life was like Chelsea because I got a season ticket at Chelsea mm. Chelsea's drink day I sometimes wouldn't even remember the match so all those little triggers like Chelsea after the interview the buzz came and then the, 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 the like drink 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 came so I was like nope 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 and then I found the gym so I was like right I need to do something Got to get that fixed from somewhere. I need to get a buzz from yeah. somewhere. I yeah. need the buzz. So, hmm. and when was the gym enough for that? It had to be because I couldn't let my mum be like that again. No. So I was grumpy, hmm. but then I suddenly it, get, it gets easier. Like I say to a lot of people now that ask me, and like a lot of people direct message me on Instagram saying because I'm quite open about it because I think it helps people. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. So that's why I. I don't do it to go, oh, I beat alcohol, you know what I mean? Because nothing, there's nothing to be like proud of that you're an well, alcoholic. It, it, but, no, yeah, but do you know what I mean? I, I, I speak out to. about it so <clears> other people <throat> who have the same problem, because, you know, it's peer pressure. In this country, you, it's, in, it's, it's what we do, isn't it? Mm. Pub? Pub? Where, where should we meet? Pub? You know, in different countries, there's... In America, you can go to the beach, or I don't know, mm. you, because of the weather, I suppose. But in the, it's, it's the culture here. Mm. Meet down the pub. It's definitely harder to say no. Yeah, and you know, I was just one of those people that just did it. So, mm. a lot of people direct message me like, "Can you help me?" And I try, I try and get their number and phone them because my fingers hurt texting long messages. You know what I mean, so I try and phone as many people as I can to help. Um, but I mean, just how hard was it? Is it? to resist that first drink I mean because as you say it's been part of you for like 30 years bloody hell yeah well not 30 years you about 16 when you were in a problem so and then you were about yeah so about 18 years I give up what three and a half years ago so you've been sober three and a half years yeah well you've not even had a sip of alcohol no I can't that is unbelievable yeah wow god congratulations oh thank you no that is that's incredible. Yeah, from what I was. So, yeah, it's been... And what about your mum? How, how, no, I mean, she would be so proud of you. No, she doesn't have to worry no more. So she's like, she loves it. That's amazing. Yeah, it's good. And and how have you filled that void? So you've done it, you've done it first and foremost, from what I can gather, for your mum. That was, you know, yeah. she's key in that. And then obviously the gym's tried to fill a bit of a void, but you've you've thrown yourself into work more. What, yeah, What, what work, other things have you... YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, play a lot of golf now, the gym. Um, 
one thing it uh, annoys me, well, not annoys me looking back, is alcohol ruined, like, like, all my mates are now, like, 35, like, my age, 36, 37. They're all like... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Married with kids. Mm. But my love for 10, 15 years, like I was saying, was vodka and Cronenberg. So I sort of, I look back now sometimes and go, mm. you know, that's because I, I had girlfriends. Mm. But I was a liability. And you weren't in the right place I mean, to like, properly commit nah, to someone. And imagine, yeah. imagine having like your girlfriend thinking, "I want to have kids with this guy mm. who can be the nicest person." As soon as he has a, half a beer, he's he's gone. But your personality didn't change. Like you weren't you weren't a bad drunk, were you? Well, no, but but, I wasn't, but no, but obviously it's impossible to be around when someone's smashed and it's a well, yeah, if you're thing, getting up, do you know what I mean? That if you're getting up in the morning, yeah. the next morning, you wake up yeah. next to your girlfriend and you're gagging for a drink. Mm. It wasn't it yeah. wasn't the case that I could just go mm, right, I'll leave that. Mm. I had to get it. Mm. So it's like of, she's in a relationship with you and the drink. Yeah. It's like yeah. so I'd be like she, yeah. and they'd work it out. They'd be like, where are you going? I'd, like, I'd start off like yeah. saying, I'm just going to go and make breakfast, like get some eggs or something. I was fucking lying. I was going down, bash, 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 bottles of vodka, and then come back with some eggs. He'd be like, oh, you, you, you're not rough this morning. And we like, no, no. I was still like, I just topped up. Yeah. But then... You, weren't, you didn't give yourself enough time to be no, hungover. No. Yeah. But then she'd be like, oh, do you want to go for a walk? Like... Which I'd love doing now. Yeah. Which I, when I was so, if I hadn't been out the night before, I'd love to do. But then I'd be thinking, no, nah, because I'm going to have another craving in a few hours. Mm. So I'd be like, yeah, yeah, but then maybe we stop for lunch at a pub. Do you know what I mean? And then she'd be like, are you drunk? And be like, nah, just a bit tight. They'd be like, and it caused so many arguments. Mm. So that's one thing I look back on and go, hmm. No, do you do you appreciate different things now? You, like you said, you like to walk now. Are there other things that you just hadn't noticed in life that you are able to sort of see the value in now that you don't have booze? Everyday life, really? Yeah, that's when, lovely. When you you don't drink, you you realise you have so many more hours because, like, if you think about it. You go out and you get up late. 
you're hanging or in my case looking for the next drink you blank it like there'll be weekends I'll be like what have I done I wouldn't even know I'd be like well that's a waste yeah now it's like I'm up at six every morning like to the gym playing golf you know what I mean I just do so much stuff now yeah but you take that for granted because when you're in that sort of state it's just ongoing like feel depressed I keep saying depressed do you know what I mean? Feel really down. But do you know what? Don't feel bad about saying depressed, you know, because it yeah, yeah, takes true. lots of different guises. I think some people almost feel guilty saying that they've got depression because they go, well, maybe I'm not as depressed as the next no, person. No, 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 because I, I've been through depression. Yeah. I had that when the, the postnatal, the, not postnatal, the post-traumatic stress, you know what I mean? Too well to be yeah. postnatal. Wow, yeah. So I've no, had that, yeah. so I know what it feels like. But, but it you, takes different forms. Yeah, it, true. I mean. But when you're applying yourself with straight mm. vodka, mm. lots of, mm. like sometimes two or three big bottles like that a day that gives you what does it mean it makes you down doesn't it mm. it's a depressant mm. so that's what i mean by that right because there's some actual people who do suffer from depression mm. without any alcohol so i was just adding to that with vodka if you know what i mean mm. so, so a couple of years later mm something crazy happens you have a heart attack yeah, so I, guess, <laughs> I mean yeah. that I was like how's your luck how's your bloody luck beat alcohol never been through it in my life and then I have a heart attack and nearly die and you were like <laughs> thanks 35 at yeah, the time years ago. Couple, yeah. 35 yeah so I'm 37 now um, yeah I had a big hole in my heart and never knew and had so you had an existing condition that you didn't know about? Yeah, I had a hole in my heart. You know, you was know, that hereditary? Did you, was there any well, we, history we, of that? And plus, we have heart problems in the family. Oh, yeah, so... Um, and plus, let's, let's not beat around the bush. My past obviously did not help. You abused your body. Yeah, I mean, let's... I, I'm saying it was... What was caused it was the hole in the heart. Mm. But, you know, drinking bottles of vodka straight... It's not good for you. And what was your diet like when you were drinking? Because I would... I didn't really didn't, eat. Oh, you didn't eat. But then on a Sunday night when I was on the come down, whatever. When I say come down, that's not drugs, by the way. The come down yeah, of yeah. alcohol. Um, I'd eat Chinese, pizza. Crap. crap. Mm. But then, do you know what? During the week, I could go five days without. Do you know what I mean? What, without booze? Yeah. So this is the problem. Like, people think an alcoholic is someone who drinks every day. It's not. An alcoholic is someone who can't control their relationship with drink. Right. So there's two types. Some people drink every day because they can't control their, their relationship with booze. Or some people just binge. But I was addicted to it, so that's an alcoholic. Right. So I could go three or four days without. But then some days you'd wake up and be the first thing you think about. No. That would only be if I'd drunk the night before. So if it was in my system, I'd have like oh, five hours kit. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's in the yeah. system. So once yeah. it's out the system, mm. it was hard to get it out. I could be, I could go three or four days without. I'm going to come back to your heart attack in a minute. Yeah. God, that's not something <laughs> I'd expect to say. After the break, we'll talk about your heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just to finish on, on the alcoholism, what advice would you give to somebody that thinks they don't have and out to this because everybody's different of course but I'm conscious of the fact that you tried AA and you said it wasn't for you you just stopped like that for me shows incredible willpower and you say that you've got an addictive personality yeah. but 
what did you channel in those moments where you had to resist booze? What do you still channel now? Because, I, you know, there'll be a lot of people out there going, I can't do that. Yeah, that's bloody hard. You can, because I've done it. And, you know... It's you not, have to have a strong enough reason to, to do it. The first thing I'd say to someone who thinks there's an alcoholic or suffering with, like, alcohol dependency is speak. Say to someone, I've got a problem. Mm. Once someone can share that pain with you, if you like, then you feel such a sort of relief that you've said it. Because oh, you're admitting it to yourself yeah, as well. For you? years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I said to you earlier that I, I sort of knew, mm, was that 16, 17, mm. that I wasn't normal. <coughs> I remember a few times like my uncle would be in the pub with me at Chelsea, and he'd just look. Because I, I wouldn't muck around with pints. I'd get it, drink it. Like They'd be like halfway, and I'd be getting my second. They'd be finishing their first, I'd be in my third. And then just... I remember when I was younger, like they'd go, they'd be like, can't look, we, you get a bit angry, like, what are you doing? Mm. I'd be like, what? I thought it was normal. And so, did you get angry back? Not really, because, no. I, I, like I said, I sort of knew. You knew yeah. Yeah. Um, so I denied it for years, but trust me, it does ruin a lot of things, and it's not worth it. Mm. So just tell people. Or if you don't want to tell people, go to go and get help. Because AA, AA meetings might be... There were so many people in these AA meetings... And they were like, it's the best thing. I was speaking to them afterwards. I was like, it's my first one. And they were like, I live by it. I haven't had a drink for 10 years, but I come here every day or every two days. And for me, I, I didn't... I found it all a bit like... I didn't want to... Because I'm like I said, I'm shy. I didn't want to be reading stuff like all these things out of a book. Mm. I, I sat in the back and listened. And it, it was really helpful, actually, because a man came and he was like, I was a successful businessman. And this is what, and it's what he said was like, that's what I did. Like blank out, wife left him, had a two million pound house, just drunk, drunk, drunk. Um, and I could relate to that, not the two million pound house because <laughs> I work at Skype. Do you know what I mean? But I could relate. Like it was all going. I'd lost a girlfriend. Mum's getting upset. My brother was like, I don't want to go for a pint with him. Friends were like, Now nah, should we just go for a curry? Like. I see all the similarities he was saying on a bigger scale. So that helped me, but I didn't really like the way it was structured. But that's not to say that someone else wouldn't. Mm, yeah. People are different. Mm. I also saw a counsellor, but I spent probably a year lying to him. I paid him quite a lot of money per hour, but that was just to keep mum happy. <laughs> so he said, what's the problem? I said, I'm a binge drinker. He went, okay. He was like, so what do you drink? And if you go to Chelsea, what do you drink? First lie. I went, mm, six pints. He went, okay. What was the truth? Oh, about, well, probably four little bottles of vodka on the way there. Right. Uh, four or five before the game. I'd buy some vodkas for half time. Then have three pints. Go to the toilet in Matthew Harding. Smoke out in the cubicle like a saddo. Drinking vodka, watch watch second half like that, <laughs> then go out and then blank out and then yeah. do the same thing on Sunday morning, drink again. So yeah, it was all lies. So I go back the next week. He's like, "How did you do?" I went, "Well, I think I did eight points." And he told me at the end, he's like, "I knew a line, yeah. but I can't tell my client that he's a liar." Yeah. So he's proud of me and, as well. And do you but worry you need to go and whatever's best for you? Yeah. But speak. 
yeah. So whether you speak mm. to your fram- family, your friends, AA meeting, counsellor, you have to speak out. Mm. Don't suffer alone. It's difficult though, isn't it? Really difficult. Do you ever worry about a relapse? No. There's been a few times that well, I got really hyped about a good good interview or YouTube going really well. Like back in the day, I'd have ruined this already. Like, like I've got 250,000 views on one video. I'd be like, crash, smash, like, yay. I'd have ruined it by now. But there's a few times a little, the monkey on the shoulder mm-hmm. again is going, oh, time for a beer. And I just think of, like, my mum crying, getting dragged along, I can't remember, but I just picture all these things and really quickly that urge is gone. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's how I've dealt with it. Mm. And what about association? Like, do you go back to Chelsea now and yeah, watch the game sober yeah. and never have that kind of like hankering no. to go and get some booze? No, I that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, tubes, that is amazing. Yeah, well, but like, the that's first incredible willpower. Well, yeah, I've done pretty good. You really have. But yeah. like, the first six months was hard. I'd, I'd started not going for a bit because there's so, because many, of the so many triggers there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many triggers like there, like the, the pub downstairs, you know. So, but now I just love it, driver. Do you know what? It's funny because um, people always say that it's about reassociating those things rather than blank it out and say, I'm just not going to do it. Mm. Go, but associate it with something different. And I know that's probably easier said than done, but, um, you know, something as simple as a song. You know, you know how, like, a song can come on the... <laughs> stick with me on this. Yeah. You know how a song can come on the radio and it, you can remember a traumatic time or X 100%. or something, and you go, oh, just turn that radio off. Yeah. Just turn it off. The trick, apparently, is just to keep listening until you reassociate it. I, ha- I had this after I gave birth. I had real issues after giving birth because it was such a traumatic birth. And I could not talk about the birth. I could not deal with the emotions. I couldn't confront it. And in the end, I went to see someone who said to me, you have to just keep talking about it until it's associated with happy thoughts and oh, wow. until it doesn't become a problem anymore. See, that's interesting. But it took a lot. Yeah. The anxiety t- tied up in it. Well, I had a I had a birthing playlist, right, on really? my iPhone. And I planned this whole sorry, I'm digressing slightly no, here. No, that's good. But I had this I had this birthing playlist and I had all these beautiful songs on it. And it's gonna make me sorry. <laughs> makes me emotional thinking about it. But I would listen to the music. Yeah. And I would be so caught up in how difficult the birth was and I thought I lo- was going to lose my baby and then I thought I was you know potentially going to die I couldn't listen to any of that music ever again and any song there was probably 60 songs on it any song from that playlist came on the radio came on, I'd just turn it off and um, in the end I've made myself start listening to it and say I've got this beautiful baby boy I'm so lucky yeah. that that's, that song is a thing of joy rather than a thing of anxiety. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. So, I don't know. I don't know what the point I was making, no, but no, it, is, it is interesting how your it's, brain it's, works. It's right, because it? it's, it's diff- like, mm. different for different people. Yeah. Like, for you to do that is incredible. And you can, you've got the willpower and, and the brain strength to turn that around. Oh, but it took a long time. Yeah. Well. yeah. It's, it's like me going to Chelsea. Yeah. At like, like, first, I was like, no, I'm not listening to those songs going to Chelsea. Mm. But now I'm like, this is amazing. Mm. So it, it does turn out for the best. Mm. But you know, I wouldn't go and I wouldn't go and stand in a pub. I mean, can you go I, into pubs? I now? can do, but, but I find it boring. Yeah, like I could, you could put you could get a, you could get a pint of Crowdenburg now and put it straight in front of my face, 
It wouldn't bother me. What would what would balls up my whole life is if I had one sip, and I mean one sip. That's why, like, when I get a glass now and it's just water, I'm like, smell it. Because I swear to God, if I hit drunk it and it was vodka, that would be it. Wow. That I'd be back on it. Yeah. So it's... Yeah. You have to be careful going to pubs because you never know what you you know. Yeah, that's, yeah. Is that my sparkling water? Oh, don't oh, know. That's gin and tonic. Come on, let's have it. So that's what it would be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blimey. Um. So listen, on the heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That still that still blows my mind that you had a heart attack, and thank God. Um. You know, and I know about the story of the sequence of events that you were. Your mum had a phone on her when you oh, text her, man. which is crazy. And, you know, the fact that the paramedics were able to react so quickly and everybody had this role in saving you, which is awesome. Yeah. What, what did it do to you um, longer term in terms of your own mortality and vulnerability and changing you as a person? Did it change you as a person? Has it made you kind of be more grateful? Or what, what sort of the lasting effects do you think? Mm, no, not really. And only because admitting I was an alcoholic and changing my life around that all happened then mm. the grateful like the change of life really? like I'm glad to be here sort of thing that was just a complete ball lake if I'm honest but that did, was just it, like, did it have an impact really, on you not, psychologically it, it, yeah but little things like if I'm driving along now and I get indigestion yeah. and I burp and it doesn't go I start panicking little things like that really but have you, ha- have you had any um, sort of surgery to prevent you know yeah, I've got a stent, got a stent. I've got a stent yeah. I'm on my heart's working at 55% now I think it was last time we checked yeah but you look at me like that but that's that's good I can do anything I want wow it's, so it's harder to lose yeah, yeah I train every day now it's harder to lose weight because some of the pills um, some of the pills I'm on um, slow down the heart and stuff yeah. they do explain it yeah I'm on that I'm on I was on 12 a day Oh my God. I could feel myself rattling around every time I walked. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm, only, I'm I'm down to four now. So. And you feel good? Yeah, I feel good. I feel good. Sometimes I get a bit tired, but I take that all day. Yeah. Could be dead, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, sometimes a bit tired, but it's the pills. Like, I, I came off some pills and they went, mm, actually, your cholesterol's low or something, or your heart not life threatening but they go it's not you've got to get to these levels mm. and I go back on some more pills and that sort of takes its toll but on the whole I'm good I'm good but it was yeah it wasn't it wasn't great fun but I know what you mean by you know do you look at life any differently I would have done massively mm. if I hadn't gone through all the stuff yeah. with the alcohol yeah, yeah, because that yeah. was the true like Awakening, if you like, of like, wow, life's it, good. Do you know what I mean? It feels like you've had a whole life at the age of 37. It yeah, feels I'm like you've been quite a lot, haven't I? Yeah, become yeah. an alcoholic, had a heart attack. Um, but no. Um, Award winning broadcaster. I mean, you probably haven't. Have you won an award? I think you should. Let's create one. I think I won uh, Zoo's Coolest Man. Yeah. No, I came fifth place. Don't take get me wrong. Take fifth that. place, I thought I'd take that. It's only because Rockets help people to vote for me, but yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> Zoo's defunct a long time ago, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Exactly, but I've still, I've, still the, publication. I've still got this, the, the trophy <laughs> somewhere like that. Yeah, I'm pretty cool. Oh. Um, Tubes, it's been an absolute pleasure. No, Thank you it. for oh. your company today. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to say let's go down the pub, but I won't do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> In the Pink is sponsored by Bose. Treat your ears and your senses with the Bose Noise Cancelling 700 series. 
The unrivaled noise cancelling technology means you'll hear and be heard like never before. And touch and voice recognition mean you're free to keep your head up and you'll never miss a thing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.